You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. Welcome to It's My Money. It's My Money is brought to you by Brenters Wealth. And Brenters Wealth has been voted South Africa's top boutique wealth manager in both 2017 and 2020 and is consistently in the top three in that category. With me now from Brenters Wealth in Pretoria is Maurice Smith. This is a subject that you put forward. And I must admit, it leaves me a little bit uncomfortable. It's, it's, it's like tax. I, I feel a little, little bit cold when I see it, but in a different way with this one, because you say, what happens to your minor children when you die? Now, I know it's a reality, but it's also something that's very uncomfortable to confront for many people, don't you think? It must be difficult for you to sit down with someone and say, look, if you die tomorrow, what are your 12 and 15-year-olds going to do? Yes, exactly, Lindsay. Um, that is a very uncomfortable conversation to have, but it's those conversations that we need to address beforehand because they are they can leave a family uh, devastated emotionally and financially. Yeah. Exactly. The emotional side is something that you don't really need to deal with, although I'm sure you try to incorporate it in your your general advice. But um, I think the first thing to say is a valid will and an updated will, not just a will that you made five years ago, but a will that is constantly updated. And that is terribly important. I've had lots of discussions with your colleagues about wills. And some of them, as I said, become outdated. So you have to keep on, you know, making additions to them, I think. Yes, exactly. You need to update your will every time there is a life-changing event, um, such as a marriage or the birth of a child or a death in the family. And I know there are templates available online to assist you with putting a will together, but I think it's best to get assistance from a professional, like a banker, lawyer, or financial advisor. Like we at Brenters as well, we have a separate division that focuses on um, estate planning for our clients. Good. And uh, how many people actually take your advice? Because again, a will is something that suggests you're going to die. And some people shy away from that. I mean, if someone said to me to, uh, tomorrow, Lindsay, you've got to uh, update your will, I say, well, I can't update it because I haven't got one, because I push that sort of thing aside. But you are in your position as a financial advisor, you are required to push people into that will situation, if you will. Yes, exactly. Because dying without a valid will in place has terrible repercussions for your children. And in addition, you need to know how it will work. Um, If you die without a will, your assets will be distributed according to the Interstate Succession Act. And this may result in your assets being inherited by people other than those who you would like to have those assets. And the winding up of your estate could also take very long and cost a lot more. Okay, so let's let's say that you've got two children, uh, minors, as you put them, let's say they're age 12 and 15, and you both die, you and your partner both die. You say that if you haven't got a will, the children don't automatically inherit all of your assets. There are other people that have claims on that. And also, it can be a messy and long process to distribute your estate. Yes, exactly. So um, another thing that you need to have in place is you need to appoint a legal guardian to look over your minor children. Because this is a legal appointment in terms of the Children's Act, and this guardian will be expected to take on the full parental responsibilities. And unless like a trust has been set up um, or anything like that, they need to administer the inheritance assets until your children turn 18. 
So yeah. that's a long time that somebody needs to have responsibility over the finances because the children are not allowed to have any any um, responsibilities regarding those funds. One of the points you make is you say you need to familiarise yourself with the restrictions on minors' inheritance on policies and investment. What does that mean? Yeah, it's important because according to South African law, a child, like I just said, under the age of 18 is considered a minor and they may not inherit cash payouts or any other assets directly. So if you nominate your minor child as a beneficiary of your investments, your child will not be able to take control of those assets until they turn 18. So that's the age of majority and all assets your minor child inherits from you must be managed by their legal guardian. What sort of person has to be a legal guardian? Should it be a family member? Should it be a trusted friend? Uh, And are there any restrictions you can put in? For example, you say, well, I'll appoint Lindsay Williams to be the legal guardian of my children, but but, but there there has to be uh, certain provisos when it comes to this guardianship that I've, I've put forward. There must be some sort of restrictions that you put on that person. For example, they don't just take the money and go off on, on holiday every couple of years and leave the, leave the kids alone. You see what I mean? It's an, it's an, it's an exaggerated <laughs> example, but it must be yes. someone that you trust. Yes, a guardian should typically be a trusted family member or a friend and preferably someone who has agreed beforehand to take on this responsibility. So you need to have a discussion with that person before you appoint them as their as your children's legal guardian because uh, it would be a great shock <laughs> um, finding out that you've been appointed legal guardian and you did not have a say in the matter. Yeah. And also, um, if you do not appoint a legal guardian in your will, one can be appointed by the High Court of South Africa. Um, But that court application is a very lengthy process and can leave your children without a guardian for a significant period of time. You talk about something called a testamentary trust. What is that? Yeah, so testamentary trust is something that you can consider setting up because it's another way to ensure that your minor, minor children's interests are protected by way of providing for a trust in terms of your will. And that is now a testamentary trust. So it's in your will that you say, okay, you want this trust set up. And then you appoint trustees for this testamentary trust who will administer your children's benefits on their behalf until they turn 18. So then it's not only a guardian, um, but also appointed trustees that administers the inheritance as they see fit. So it is very important to also choose the right trustees who will act in your children's best interests. Okay, and of course, uh, Parentes Wealth is a company that, or an organisation that will um, put you in touch with the correct trustees, etc. That's part of your service, isn't it, Maurice? So we do help setting up the or drafting your will and making sure all the provisions are correct for a testamentary trust. So that is all included in the services that we do offer, yes. Very good. Final point you make is the importance of a of good estate planning. Now, again, you're going to have to go through that. What is estate planning? What's the difference between estate planning and a will? Uh, and, uh, you know, distinguish between the two, if you would. Now, estate planning um, refers to uh, your broader financial plan in the event of what will happen when you die. So it's not just considering who you leave your investments to, but also knowing how um, different assets that you do own would be um, divided between your um, beneficiaries and how different assets and investments fall within your estate and 
provide for funds that you that can provide for your minor minor children going forward. So it's take, taking a look at all your assets, even if it's not included in your estate, but knowing, okay, like for example, living annuities or endowments, that's not technically included in your estate because you put beneficiaries on them separately, but making sure there's enough funds to um, firstly cover all the costs of winding up the estate and then making sure that the route that the funds go through to getting at the beneficiaries um, is is best. So it's very good or important to do good estate planning when thinking about your broader financial plan. It's one thing that your financial advisor must also cover when you go for financial advice. It's a very extreme case. I mean, two parents both dying at the same time uh, and uh, two minor children being left orphans, essentially. But uh, have you ever had this in your experience at Brent as well? Have you ever had this horrible situation that you've had to deal with? Um, luckily, in my case, no, I personally have not. I think it would be a very difficult thing to handle, but I know that it has happened in some cases within our company. So it is, it's not something that occurs regularly, but just for worst case, I think you need to prepare for worst case scenarios, um, especially if there's children involved to make sure that the plan that you have in place is, is the right one and to make sure that your loved ones um, or those appointed to take care of them know what will be done in the event of your death to make the process as seamless as possible, to make sure everything would um, run smoothly if this horrible event does take place. Yes, and of course, I mean, the last thing you want, is, if this does happen, is for the children to be so, sort of left in limbo and uh, no guardian being appointed and there's a struggle over the children, a struggle over the money, so you have to make provision. Maurice, thank you very much for your time, your, your expert advice as always. Maurice Smith is from Brenthurst Wealth in Pretoria, and that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.